Welcome to the Divine Lotus Healing Podcast. I'm your host, Laura West. We cover energy medicine, spiritual topics, and natural plant-based medicine. Learn how to live your most soul-centered, high-vibe, holistic lifestyle. Join me on the journey. Let's get started. Greetings to you all, you bright, blessed beings there on the earth plane. We are so happy to be with you all once again. We wish you good tidings and great joy as you rest in this energetic capacity here today. We want to remind you that this is new for some of you and yet not new at all. For every single one of you that has entered into this co-created space, in this place, here and now, in this way, listening to the words that we say, have understood this to be a truth for lifetimes before now. You are quite evolved in your consciousness of your beingness, and we are not talking about your humanities with your physicalities, although many of you are quite enlightened in your cerebral senses with your academic accolades and your rigorous studies and your physical abilities and your hobbies and the like. Rather, what we are talking about here today is your soul sense of accolade. See, your soul has been forever created, and your soul will never expire. It comes into and out of human experiences, such as the one you are in now, because it is joyful, it is pleasing to be with other humans, it is exciting to be in a visceral location, such as that 3D world of the earth plane, You like to experience the smells and the tastes and the physical touching experiences and the colors and the textures all around you in that 3D realm there on the earth plane. And so many of you consider this to be a joyful holiday excursion (laughs) for your soul to partake in as you travel in and out of lifetimes down to the earth and back again. And yet, for many of you in these lifetimes, there is much learning to do. And so with the learning comes lessons and with the lessons comes strife. And with the strife comes your emotional upheaval that surrounds you day and night. We don't mean to suggest that you are emotionally unstable, for that is not true at all. You actually are a wonderfully well put together group of souls, and it is quite nice to see you all gathered in such a calm and peaceful way here today. What we mean by this is that for many of you, there are experiences that you are having to be true on that earth plane in this human existence that are helping to teach you so that you can move forward, so that you can grow out of karmic lessons and you can grow into harmony 
and you can grow into advanced study and you can grow into a nice consistency for self. Sometimes you have lessons that you repeat lifetime after lifetime after lifetime until you are ready to say, aha, I understand now. And the lessons could be anything from not harming another creature as tiny as a flea to as large as another human being you see, to pausing before you speak unkindly. It could run the gamut and there is no right and there is no wrong for you're all in different places on your evolutionary continuums with your soul enlightenment. Some of you are learning rudimentary lessons and some of you are learning more advanced lessons. The people who are extreme with their advancement are usually the folks who present in the spiritual senses of enlightened being states on that earth plane. We are talking about the folks such as the Buddhas or the Christ consciousnesses or the Mother Teresa's or the Martin Luther King Jr's or the Dalai Lama's of your realm. And we say those in plural partially to illustrate that there's more than one enlightened being there, but also partially to illustrate that they have come many times in many capacities and in many forms. And you know that particular soul in its capacity from which it is labeled in the particular lifetime you know it from. For example, the Christ has come many times to the earth in many iterations, but most of the collective humanity knows the Christ from the teachings of the Jesus and the Bible and such. And same is true for the Buddha. Many of you know the Buddha to have sat under the Bodhi tree and become enlightened and done, done his teachings from the enlightened space. And yet there have been iterations of Buddhas that have come before him and after him in many different capacities, female and male, animal and human, all the same. We get off on a small tangent here, but we wish to come back into our space of describing you as humans for Many of you have been wondering what your purpose is and what your path is to being in human existence while you are there on the earth. And it is twofold. Like we said in the beginning, it is to come and have fun. And it is also to come and learn, to grow, to have your soul's vibratory frequency vibrate at a higher and more pure state each time you incarnate. Some of you on this journey in this lifetime are moving very fast and you are rapidly approaching your next stage towards your own enlightenment, while others of you have not even considered doing so yet. And it's all okay. If you think about school children in a schoolyard, some of them can skip, some of them can run fast, some of them can jump rope, some of them cannot. Some of them are just learning how to tie their shoes. Some of them are learning how to jump. Some of them are learning how to clap and talk. Some of them are learning how to crawl or walk. And it's all okay. The same is true for your development in your enlightenment. There's not an end game. By the way, we would like to say that when we talk about enlightenment, 
we don't mean that it is the end all be all experience for each one of you to attain and strive for and rise into. Your enlightenment rather is a space of co-creation with those of us in the light. Now, many of you come from myriad places on that earth plane and you have different belief systems about the sacred, the holy and the divine. And we don't have one creed that we subscribe to here in our space in the light. We see that you need to make meaning and you need to attach understanding. You need to create story and you need to have script and you also need to have routine in order to make sense of where you came from and where you're going. So you have different versions of names and you have different practices and you have different relationships with the where you co-create with the divine and it's all beautiful. We actually love that about you there on the earth plane. You're wonderfully diverse and you're wonderfully creative and you've come up with all these different routines and rhythms and language constructs and processes to find yourselves in that sacred and special holy divine place within each one of you. And we see that so many of you here today are in a place of spiritual connection, which is why you are attuned to listening to our message here. And it is easy for us to make that reference point with you versus if we were to go into, say, a bar down the street from this place here in this woman's office space where they have just all gotten off their construction work shift and they're all having a beer. They're in a different headspace. They're in a different relationship space with the way that they navigate through their lives. Now, we don't say that to categorically mean that construction crews are not spiritual, for we know that construction crews are, but we make the rudimentary and element, elementary point here that we understand you get the gist of. So if this is to be true, and you are to move through lifetime after lifetime, and you always were incarnate as a soul, and it is always moving into its evolutionary continuum towards its own mastered, enlightened, beautiful, bliss-filled space, then what is the purpose? The purpose is to move forward. The purpose is to grow. The purpose is to have fun. And we see that so many of you have forgotten how to have fun. You have consumed yourselves with the busyness of your quote adult tasks, the comings and goings, the toings and froings, the relationships and the tasks, the cleaning of the houses and the bustling to and from the work and the rearing of the children and the ferrying of all the places the children go to in their extracurricular activities and such. It doesn't need to be that complicated. You can simply be in your own energetic capacity, full of happiness in your hearts, and then you can go about doing all those busy things. If you set yourselves up on each day, to have an energetically joyful state of space that you reside in, then isn't it more pleasing when you have to do things like get the car oil changed or pay the bills or go to the dentist? 
When you come from an already established place of peacefulness inside yourself or happiness or joyfulness, then those other mundane routine things that actually sometimes are quite disconcerting to some of you, the dentist being one for some of you here today, it's not as scary, it's not as boring, it's not as mundane. When you are in a joyful space, when you are in a happy space, when you are in a pleasant, heart-filled, energetic space, then everything you do beyond that or in, within that leans towards joy. It leans towards happiness. It leans towards positivity. So yes, it might be po possibly mundane to be sitting in the uh, waiting room of the oil change service department, but you can do so with happiness in your heart, knowing that you have a free few minutes to do breathing exercises or centering or grounding or an energetic check-in with your hands on your bodies. And no, we understand that this is not something that is normally done in most of your societies. Most of you take out your little devices that you call your phones and you begin to numb out by scrolling and mindlessly playing. You are becoming automatons when you do that. And we've spoken about this in past messages that you may wish to go back and listen to again. We don't mean to share that you are becoming automatons with any kind of doom or gloom, but we here in the light, we here as effervescent guides to humanity are noticing that you are numbing out. You are turning your potential off on a grand scale more than you ever have before which is why we are so pleased that so many of you are with us here today, listening to the words that we say, because it means that you are not numb in this moment and you are completely within your own centeredness. You are completely activated and acclimatized to your own authenticity. We would like to counsel you that it would be wise to be able to have more of you doing more things that bring you into your centeredness, your groundedness, your balanced peacefulness more frequently than you are doing. So take our words as suggested guidance. We never wish to be uh, authority figures in your lives. That is not our purpose. We are simply guides. But if this resonates with you as a message to be true, and you notice that there are times in your personal life that you are on auto scroll or autopilot in the ways that you are behaving, begin to cultivate a return to your breath work. Begin to cultivate a return to your peacefulness in your emotional centeredness. And if you find that this is a check-in that you can do rather frequently and it is joyful for you or it is pleasing for you, then you might begin to share this awareness with those around you. It's like a game of telephone being spread down the line. If you find breathing for five minutes in a concentrated way while you're waiting for your oil to be changed to be beneficial, 
then you might share that with your loved ones or your best friend or your trusted colleague at work. So they may have a seed planted in their mind to be able to try the same routine. And of course, we give the breathing during the oil change as an example. You don't need to follow that specifically, but you get the gist of what we are saying. There are always opportunities for you to cultivate your own blissful balanced beingness. And you know your ways, you find your own time, you find your own pathway into your own divine. So there are many, many of you with many, many opportunities and many, many things that you can do. We also want to say that it is very important that you also take time to play. So many of you have forgotten that play is important for your creative selves. Your creative selves view art and notice color and appreciate scent and texture on that earth plane. And you find joy in your young ones and joy in your elders rather than complaint from your young ones and apathy from your elders. When you are in a space of play, you yourself can become lighter, more effervescent with your frequency. You all have a frequency that you vibrate at. Some are dense and some are light and most are somewhere in between. You vacillate through hours of your day and your night. You understand what we're talking about. Right now, you are feeling a sense of calmness washing through your vibratory frequency as we are speaking to you because we come from a place in the ether at large that is of the most serene and peaceful bliss that you could ever imagine. And we emanate that out around us like magnetary thumbprints wherever we go. And you are feeling that and it is touching your frequencies. And for some of you, you are absorbing that and receiving it and you are morphing into that as well. That is often why we say to you when we speak to you in these ways that we do with these concentrated messages, that it is more than just listening to our words, it is an activation of sorts. You are becoming activated to the vibrational frequency that we are putting out like a radio dial to those of you on the earth plane that are tuned in and listening to us. It can happen during these live experiences such as the here and now, or it can also occur if you listen to us post recorded. Our vibrational frequency is like an etched glass. Once it is etched, it is always recorded. So if you are live with us or you are listening to a recording of us, the vibrational frequency potential is the same. Everything that you have ever spoken in your entire verbal communication is always being sent out forward beyond you forever into eternity. Your thought forms create your lives and the things that you speak create your realities. And so everything that you say makes the world around you. 
And there's a very powerful and yet very simple statement that we make, for you are all in a pivotal place there on the earth plane as humans. We will speak plainly and bluntly here for the sake of time, but we don't wish to alarm you in any way. We will just say that you are running your earth amok. You are draining the resources that are so dear to your humanity's existence, returning lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. If you decide that your earth can be thrown away, which you are acting like as humanity, by the way, we know that those of you listening to us today have selected an understanding of the way you want to utilize your resources on the earth plane. But we talk as a collective consciousness of you as humanity, because we are outside of you as humanity. We don't come from you as humanity. So it is up to you to change your frequency there. It is up to you to create your balanced, abundant joy. It is up to you to create your centeredness, your Zen zone of peacefulness. And it is up to you to constantly move forward with happiness and joyfulness and playfulness in your hearts. Otherwise, your creation of humanity's structure of being alive on the earth plane is going to implode. If that happens, you will all be in spirit and you will all find other ways to interact with each other. That is a topic for another day. We simply want to say that in this lifetime, in this incarnation, while you have decided to become a soul in a human form, using the human form as your dress or your shirt and tie or your cloak of sorts, it's important that it be able to have the vehicle in which it is to thrive. And what is that vehicle? It is the air and the earth in which you breathe and walk upon. It is the water in which you gain sustenance from, you cook with, and you grow in on that earth plane. If you do not have clean air, and you do not have clean water, and you do not have clean land, you will not survive as a human species. You will move back into an exclusive experience as spirit, and you will find other ways in other capacities to be in relationship with each other. We say these things to you very clearly because several years ago, we didn't have the need to do this, you know. We didn't have the need to be so pressing, but you have accelerated the quote unquote trashing of that earth plane as a collective consciousness. And you are almost at a point of not being able to return. Your scientists have been telling you this. Your environmentalists have been telling you this. Your politicians have not been listening and your rule makers and your car makers and your fossil fuel gatherers have not been listening. And it is up to you, the collective consciousness of humanity to decide what it is you would like to put into the category of being important and not being important. If having a space called the earth that is beautifully lush and full of fresh air and clean water and 
untoxified earth to walk upon and play in and gather upon to begin to move through lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, 17 million generations from now is important to you, then you will start to change your collective human conscious ways of using that earth as a physical resource. You will start to clean up after yourselves. You will start to be organized with how you care for your world. You will start to think about the impact of the things you are using, the things you are driving, the things you are using to navigate around your environments. You will start to think about the ways that you are utilizing the soil to grow your nourishing foods. And you will start to turn towards more sustainable long-term supports to help that earth plane beyond your own lifetimes. And we say this to you with a curiosity and a wonderment in our heart-centered minds, because we see that you have a choice to make. You're at a crossroads. And although you have opportunities to do other things in spirit, in other ways without an earth plane, we are curious in the spirit realm to see where you're gonna go with this. You had millions of years of a good run. And in a short 50, you've turned things completely around. Now, that is all on that for our discourse today. We see that it is causing some anxiety in some hearts and we don't wish that to be the case here. We wish you to come back into your centeredness in this moment as a collective. You might not know each other in this digital arena and you might not have a sense of how many you are, but there are hundreds of you listening to each other. There are millions of you that believe in breath work and stretching the body and speaking with kindness and taking care of humans and animals alike. And you are all gathered in this space. Those of you who are with us now listening to our words are of that same place. So let us all begin to raise the vibrational frequency of your own heart centerednesses in this space together. Take a nice nourishing breath into your bellies ever so large. Hold it, hold it, and release. Take another nice, deep, nourishing breath into your centerednesses. Hold it, hold it, sip in if you need to and release. When you do that kind of concentrated breath work, you change the vibratory frequency that you are emanating. You become more expansive. You become more robust. You become more clear. You become less stressed and less full of fray in your head space with your mental mind. 
in your heart space with your emotional mind and in your etheric space with your energy body. It is important for you to continually nourish those cells, mental self, emotional self, etheric self in these breathwork ways. Many of you have scripts and routines and practices in which you already do so, and we applaud you for that. And yet we will point out here today that those simple two breaths in with a pause and a release helped to shift your centeredness into a deeper, more aligned space, did it not? We see that it did for almost all of you. And so you don't need to go into an hour long recitation practice or dress all in a certain color or bend your toenail to your nose. Although those things are wonderful and many of you know how to do those things and you should continue to feel like you can participate in those practices if they bring you joy. We want to bring you back to the rudimentary fundamental element of breathing in and breathing out and focusing on that concentration. Now, this time we would like to lead you through the breathing in and the breathing out again, but we would also like you to focus on your energetic capacity. As you breathe in, it goes taller, and as you breathe out, it expands wider. Let us try that now. Breathe in, hold, hold, Breathe out and expand. Breathe in. Hold. Hold. And breathe out with expansion. You now energetically are taking up a wider space on that earth plane. Why is this good? Because it is important for you to have an imprint it is important for you to have a place. It is important for you to feel your boundaries so that you can understand your purpose in that space. Many of you walk around closed, hunched, guarded, shielded. And although there are times when it is important to guard and shield, it is often a default that is leaving you hunched and stooped in that soul automaton motion that we talked about earlier. You don't need to live day in and day out in that mindless way. Upright, <clears throat> upright posture of your spine, clear, nourishing breath work in and out, expanded energetic capacity and clarity that that is your right to be in that space, in that place, on that earth plane in that way, help to have a um, more awake and enlightened conscious experience of living your day to day. When you can be in that place and you can be in that space of consciousness, then your stressors are not so stressful. The things that used to bother you no longer do. The new challenges that come across your path are looked at with opportunistic eyes to master rather than hurdles or speed bumps that block your path. Each of you is a beautiful, glorious, divine soul. 
And each of you has the right to be happy and joyful and peace-filled at all times. And you have emotional capacities and you have stressors and you have triggers and you have traumas that help to serve as teachable moments in those life's earthbound experiences. You are doing a beautiful job navigating through each of your lives. And we wish to etherically give you each a high five. <laughs> Thank you so much for being in this space with us here today. Thank you so much for navigating your lives in this way. We come to you for but a sliver of time in one moment in your lives. We do come regularly, but it is just a minuscule drop in the bucket compared to the rest of your waking day and week and month and year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we are glad that you have chosen to spend this time with us today. We are the Council of Light, and we wrap you in a golden blanket of light to nourish you and sustain you and keep you ever so tight in the days and weeks ahead until we are to come to you again and speak with you as a group at large. Until then, we bid you namaste, adieu for now, and goodbye. Have a takeaway from today's episode? Visit my blog to leave a comment or take a screenshot and tag Divine Lotus Podcast on social media. Also, be sure to leave a positive review over on Apple Podcasts to help these episodes reach more divine people who are just like you. It helps to build our community of spiritual beings, and it helps me to know what you're enjoying most from my show. Looking for more inspired action in your life? Visit me at DivineLotusHealing.com for one-on-one -on -one work, courses, essential oils, and a number of my memberships that help you live a divinely connected lifestyle. Want to connect with me on social media? You can find me on Instagram, where I hang out most often, under my business handle, Divine Lotus Healing. 